Welcome to the Learn to License Your Photos podcast, the show where we teach you how to license your photos so you can earn additional revenue from your photography business. In this episode, we'll talk about how to interact with your clients so you can set proper expectations with them, which in turn will help you be able to sell more of your photos and with less confusion or awkward situations. I'll even let you listen to a phone call between me and a prospective new client that reached out to me about setting up a photo shoot so you can hear exactly how this can play out in the real world. My name is Adam Taylor, and I am your host and creator of the Learn to License Your Photos course. All right, so let's jump in and discuss interacting with our photo clients. Now, we all run our businesses differently, and we all interact with our clients differently, so I'm certainly not going to tell you how to talk to your clients. But I will explain some things I do when having conversations with my clients before, during, and after a shoot to help set me up in such a way that I'm able to make more money from that shoot. When you talk openly with your clients about image usage and licensing, you set yourself up to incorporate licensing into your workflow much easier. We want to help ensure that your client interactions maximize your potential to earn more money. My clients are mainly custom home builders, interior designers, and architects and I openly discuss licensing with them from our very first interaction. And after that, it often gets brought up again several times throughout the process of working together. Most of the time, the first point of contact with a new potential client is through email, and usually the first or second email asks what my rates are. In response, I always send a PDF that lists my rates and general licensing terms. That part reads like this. The licensing fee includes non-exclusive but unlimited rights to use the images in marketing and advertising your brand and services, both in print and digital mediums, in perpetuity. I retain the image copyright and reserve the right to license the photos to third parties. This license does not grant you the right to distribute or license the images to third parties. My rates are based on a creative fee and a licensing fee paid per image. By presenting this information in writing, my clients begin to get familiar with the term licensing fee from the very beginning, even if they don't fully understand it yet. One of the big reasons I use a price structure like this instead of, let's say, a flat fee is to create the opportunity to educate them about licensing fees, because the sooner we can have that conversation and get on the same page, the better. If the first real interaction is on the phone instead of through an email, I'll talk them through my process and explain my rates. During this conversation, I'm able to explain exactly what their license will allow them to do, and maybe more importantly, what it won't allow them to do. This is where I tell them that other companies are not allowed to use the photos I shoot for them. I go on to explain how common it is for vendors to ask designers and builders for a copy of the photos, and if that ever happens, the vendor needs to come to me directly. I also convey that licensing photos is actually a part of my business model, and this conversation helps to set proper expectations so there are no surprises down the road. Let's listen to what that sounds like in real life. The audio I'm about to play for you is a real conversation with a potential client who reached out to me inquiring about setting up a photo shoot. After our initial small talk on the phone, and once we started getting into the real direction of the pricing, this is what was said. Um, well, tell me a little bit about how you work and, and you know, how you price things out and just kind of how your process would typically work on something like this. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, so it typically starts just like we're doing now, just with the phone call to kind of get to know each other. Uh, once we actually start shooting, kind of the way that I work is I like to work side by side with my clients. Um, so, well, actually, let me let me back up a little bit more. Before we even shoot, um, you know, we kind of game plan out uh, what type of project you're working on. Uh, and that can be just, you know, a simple phone call or email. Um, sometimes we might talk about a cost sharing option where... You know, um, if you work with another builder or an architect or anything like that, we can talk about bringing them on to kind of help share the cost of the photo shoot 
Although it looks like you kind of do a little bit of everything. Um, so I don't know if that would be, you know, something that you'd be able to take advantage of necessarily since you kind of do design and build, right? Right. Yeah, right. I do. I mean, most of it is the design side, but I stick, you know, where, where general contractors are involved. So a lot of the, a lot of the smaller things I have my own crews for, so I kind of yeah. handle the entire thing. But when it's a really large project, I'll bring a contractor in as well. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so yeah, anyways, we could always talk about that if that's something that you know a project would um, you know kind of qualify for. I guess you might say is you know I guess sure. bringing on a third party to kind of help share those costs. Um, but yeah, after we sort of have an idea of what we're shooting, then on site, you know, like I said, I like to work side by side with the client. So there's some photographers that will go in and you know, just shoot a ton of stuff um, and then kind of give you a, a big, you know, folder of photos to kind of pick from, which right. can kind of be overwhelming and you might not get exactly what you're looking for. Um, so, you know, like I said, I've worked side by side with you. Uh, my camera is tethered to an iPad. So everything that I shoot, we can see it, you know, on a larger, you know, glossy screen in real time. Um, right. So we both can look at all the details. So, you know, we're going to pick the compositions that you want to shoot and you want to feature so that we don't have, you know, 50 photos that you decide you only want 10 of those, you know, we're going to, if you want 10 shots, we're going to find those 10 on site and make those 10 the best we can, instead of, you know, taking 50 okay shots and having 10 okay shots at the end of that, you know? Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So that's kind of the, the process of shooting. Got it. And then on, on the pricing side of things, the way my price structure works is I work on a, what I call a creative fee. Some people might call it a day rate, but I like to call it a creative fee. Um, and then a licensing fee per photo. Um, my creative fee is, uh, and then per photo, it's $1 for the licensing fee. Uh, and the reason I price it that way is a couple reasons. First, uh, I like for you to pay for what you get. So if we shoot more photos and I edit and process more photos, then you're going to pay a bit more. And if it's a smaller job that doesn't require as much photos, you're going to pay a bit less. Um, so you're essentially paying per photo um, for the license of those images. Uh, the other reason I like to do that is honestly just to have this conversation we're having now where I can, you know, educate clients on what licensing is. Uh, so when you license the photos for me, you're essentially, quote unquote, buying the photo to use to advertise your business. Um, so that's pretty important in this industry because, um, you know, a lot of people that aren't educated on the topic might think that they're allowed to, you know, give the photos to the vendors, the appliance companies, the tile companies, or, or whoever else. Mm-hmm. Um, and in actuality, the license you're paying for only uh, is for your personal business, you know. Um, and so licensing actually is a big part of my business where, you know, I might be able to relicense those photos uh, that you commissioned to some of the other companies and stuff. Um, so that's how things are priced. So let's say, uh, I shouldn't know this math offhand, right? Let's say if you shoot 10 photos at plus the creative fee, so a 10 photo shoot would end up being like dollars, um, which is pretty typical to kind of look at as a starting point, right? So, um, you know, because we shoot a little bit more slow and, and thought out throughout the day, you know, we're not shooting 50 photos per shoot. You know, like I said, 10 to 25 is probably, you know, a, a good range. If it's a, a big home, a big space, like I said, the 25 is going to be on the high end, and that's going to be with some of those tighter detail, kind of, you know, more artistic vignettes and stuff that are not as time-consuming to set up as, like I said, the big kitchen hero shot where we're, you know, staging every item on the countertops and everything. Now, what if a client asks about exclusive rights or requests that you don't license the photos to anyone else? If that ever happens, you can present them with a higher quote. 
and this would offset any potential loss of revenue. You may want to think about charging three times the original quote in this kind of situation. Once a client has scheduled a shoot with me, I send them an invoice for a deposit to secure their date. On the invoice, licensing is mentioned again. It reiterates what they've already been told, that I reserve the right to license photos to other companies, and that they are not allowed to distribute or license the photos to other, other companies. It also mentions that a licensing fee per photo will be billed after the photo shoot. So by now, I've already explained licensing to my client on the phone, and they've already learned about licensing from my rate sheet. And now they've seen it for a third time on their deposit invoice. A little side note, if you want to download a licensing agreement that was drafted by a lawyer, check out the link in the show notes for the commercial bundle that is available from thelawtalk.com. All right, let's talk about what you can do while you're shooting with your clients that can help this whole process even more. While my clients and I are shooting, I always keep my client first. That's priority. They are always the priority that day, but when it's appropriate, I will openly bring up licensing and conversation. I have no problem saying things like, this is a beautiful tub, who makes it? And then when they tell me who makes it, I write that information down on my phone. And if we're doing okay on time and we're not in a big rush, I might ask my client if I can quickly get another shot specifically to try to license. In this instance, the conversation is only awkward if you make it awkward. And it gets way less awkward the more you do it and the better expectations you set up with them from the get-go. So know your stuff, present yourself professionally, and work with confidence. What does that actually look like, though? Exactly like I just said. Essentially, if we're shooting a shot of a tub, I might say, hey, after we're done with this, do you mind if I zoom in a little bit and switch angles a little bit and snap another shot that, uh, you know, just for personal use or something like that? After a shoot is over, there's no need to flash your licensing sales in front of your client. That's just going to annoy them, obviously. But at the same time, don't try to be sneaky about it or anything either. That will just make you feel weird and like you're doing something wrong. And you're not. So if it comes up, don't shy away from it. Again, just be confident in what you're doing. The more you know about this licensing stuff from listening to this podcast or joining the course, and the more times you talk about these things with your client, the more you'll fully understand it all and the better you'll be able to explain it and educate your clients. So you'll be in good shape at that point. Along the same lines, it's totally okay to ask your client who makes a certain product or even ask for a full list of vendors in a certain situation. I do think it's more appropriate and polite, though, to do this after you've delivered the photos, just so it's clear that your client is your priority. By this point, your client has everything they need from you, and presumably they are happy with the products and service you provided. So if you've been open about licensing from the beginning, this shouldn't be an issue once you get to this stage of the game. The big takeaway here is educate and set proper expectations. I can't stress enough how far this will take you if you plan to start being more proactive in licensing your photos. Having these conversations with your clients openly and on a regular basis will open the doors to lots more possibilities. And it can really help eliminate a lot of the confusion and misuse cases of copyright infringement that might come on down the road. Now, once you're ready to take your photo licensing to the next level and start making more money from your work, you can join the Learn to License Your course at licenseyourphotos.com. And as a way to show our appreciation for you taking your time to listen to this podcast, you can use the promo code THANK YOU to get 25% off. Just type in the promo code THANK YOU, all one word, at checkout on licenseyourphotos.com. If you found anything in this episode helpful, please consider sharing it with one or two of your photographer friends. That would really mean a lot to us. Thanks for listening. Good luck speaking to your clients, and good luck making some sales this week.